0: Because the talk of the false sense of fear was so popular, we decided to do part two. So here it is, that false sense of fear part two. My gosh, you know what? We could easily forgive a child who's afraid of the dark. The real tragedy of life is when people are afraid of the light. Oh my God, you know who said that? Plato. Not only is it true, but what's crazy is it was said so long ago. Doesn't it show that the condition of fear has been ingrained in the human condition since the beginning of time? Everyone's going to deal with fear. Some people just do different things with it. How many people have you met that they just don't live their life because of fear? They just sit on the sidelines watching the game be played. They don't pursue their dreams or even set goals because of that puny little emotion called fear. God, I hate fear. I say make decisions and then do not let fear change your mind. Make decisions. Write down goals. Where are you going? Write it out. You're never going to hit a target that you don't have. Set the goals. Hang yourself out there. Fear can paralyze the perfectly able-bodied person. Think about it. You can have the perfectly crystal clear mind, the perfectly strong body, and fear, wow, that stuff is no match for fear. It can paralyze it in an instant. You ever watch that TV show, World's Strongest Man competition? I used to watch that. It was on like late at night. They got these guys, big, strong muscles. They could pick up cars and buses and stuff. Guess what? Their muscles are no match for fear. How can this be? How can this be when every single one of us was pretty much born fearless? How does that happen? We have a lot to learn from eight-year-olds, don't we? I mean, my gosh, my little boy, Joseph, that guy's not afraid of anything. I always like, Joseph, stop, you're going to get hurt. He has no fear, and neither did you. Fear is learned. I think life is simple. Just look at every single thing in your life like it's rigged in your favor. I do that. Everything that you're living through, everything you're going to do, it's rigged to go in your favor. You know what that does? Helps you cope with fear. Because if it's rigged in your favor, well, you got nothing to be afraid of. Because it's going to go in your favor anyway. You all know I'm a person of faith. I mean, I think everyone knows this by now, right? After all, it takes a lot more faith not to have faith, doesn't it? Oh my God, think about that one, right? I mean, come on, follow me here. If you were created by God, the one who created the entire universe, and the creator says that you, you are his finest of all the creations, and he's put hopes and dreams in you, don't you think he'd give you every ability to make those hopes and dreams come true? I mean, <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I don't mean to state the obvious here, but I, I got to be honest with you. I'm more afraid not to pursue all my dreams with all my imagination, with every single ability that God has given me, because I don't, I don't want this conversation to play out one day. Imagine this conversation. Randy says, hi, God. It's nice to meet you. And God goes, Randy, I already know you. Remember I created you? Why didn't you pursue the dreams I put in your heart? Randy says, I was afraid, God. God goes, really? You were afraid? Really? You thought that I could create the heavens and the entire earth, and I couldn't give you the ability to achieve your dreams? With small thinking like that, sure is good you're not God, Randy. (laughs) (laughs) Helen Keller, oh my God, she got a great quote. Helen Keller says this, Security is mostly superstition. It does not exist in nature, nor in the hearts of children. Avoiding danger is no safer in the long run than outright exposure. Life is either a daring adventure or it is absolutely nothing. Wow. We should put that on our, on our mirrors. We should put that on our walls. We should put it on our refrigerator. We should live our life based upon that paragraph. The gap between where you are and where you want to be is the fear you must overcome, period. Isn't life simple? One of the biggest fear generators, you know what it is? It's what other people think of you or what you think they think of you, isn't it? That, I mean, that, that has generated more fear in this world. Oh, my God. Wow. Your desire to go after what you want in life, it's got to be stronger than the words of every single critic. It's got to be stronger. Jeff Bezos, he owns the biggest company out there, doesn't he? He says this, if you can't tolerate critics, don't do anything new or interesting. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) It's so true. (laughs) If you have no impact on the world, you will have no critics. If you have an impact on the world, you're going to have critics. It is that simple. My mom's advice, my mom would say this, Randy, don't ever tell a big dream to a small minded person. (laughs) Kind of mean, but true, isn't it? (laughs) You know, forget about the critics. Nowadays, they've all been reduced to thumb thugs, haven't they? (laughs) They're on Facebook saying nasty stuff. They're just using those thumbs. They're thumb thugs, right? (laughs) They're not very dangerous. They're okay. (laughs) Your real critic is far more powerful than all those thumb thugs out there. All of them combined, actually. You know what the real critic is? It's yourself. My gosh, self-doubt has ruined more dreams than any outside force ever will. Period. Anne Lamott... She's got a good quote on this stuff and says, you own everything that happened to you. Tell your stories. If people wanted you to write warmly about them, they should have behaved better. Holy cow. There's an eye opener for me. My God, when I read that, when I read that, guys, changed my perspective on everything in my life because she is absolutely true. So what story do you have to tell? What do you got? Because you own it. It's yours. Your self-esteem is not based upon what other people say you are. Your self-esteem is based upon what you believe you can accomplish in this world and who you think you are. That's it. Others' people's opinion of you has nothing to do with you. Remember this when it comes to self-doubt or insecurity. Most of the time, you're comparing your warm-up practice to somebody else's grand slam. Let's not do that. Here's how you can have unlimited motivation, excitement, and enthusiasm for every second of your life. You ready for it? Drum roll, please. Here we go. You know what the goal is? You know what the key is? Pursue your dreams. It's that easy. You want unlimited motivation, unlimited excitement, unlimited energy? Just pursue your dreams. Imagine the power that would explode in your life if you actually went after what you want. If you wrote it down, you set a goal, and you began to move every single day towards that goal, energy would not be a question in your life. I promise you. You will be exploding with energy. Life takes on an entire new meaning and a whole new purpose when you're chasing your dreams. There's a reason they're there. Don't live and die and not know why. I'm not saying to quit your job, but I am saying to do one thing every day to move your hopes and dreams in the direction that they need to go. I'm saying, write it down. I'm saying, do one thing every single day. And you'll be amazed how your life will change. Teddy Roosevelt says, in any moment of decision, the very best thing you can do is the right thing. The worst thing you can do is absolutely nothing. Holy cow. Life is about taking action, isn't it? And don't concern yourself with the word how. When you were born... You didn't think, how am I going to do this? You just did it. When we grow up, we start concerning ourselves with the word how. Stop. Just do. Write it down and do one thing every day. You know, dreams, fo- dreams are chased by the doers. It doesn't t- it's not the money that makes the dreams come true. It's the doers. If it took money to make dreams come true, the banks would be making all the dreams come true. That's not the way it works. It's all inside of you. Isn't it true that the successful person has failed far more times than the unsuccessful person has ever even tried? Here's how it works. Your energy for life is all bundled up within your dream. It's a perfect little package. It's sitting there waiting to be unpacked. Most people are completely drained in life because they're not doing what they're meant to do. It's so simple, isn't it? After all, if you don't build your dream, guess what you're going to do? Someone's going to hire you to build their dream. Build your dreams. Walt Disney, love that guy, huh? He says all of our dreams can come true if we have the courage to pursue them. Could you imagine what this world would look like if every single person pursued all their dreams with every single bit of imagination that God gave you, and then you never let fear interfere with your life? It would be one heck of a world. Love y'all.
1: It would most definitely be one heck of a world. Right? Huh?
0: Man. There are so many dreams that die with people. You the the wealthiest, the richest the most man, magnificent places in the world are, where most of all the wealth, most of all the brilliance, where it all lies. It's not Wall Street. It's not the temples in India. It's the graveyards. It's all the dreams that die with people that they never made happen. That's where it all sits. My God. if If every person pursued their dreams with all their imagination... They would be pursuing the life they were meant to live. And most people are just too afraid. They live the life that their parents tell them. They live the life that's right for society. They live the life that is imposed upon them or supposedly imposed. They live the life that they can afford or supposedly afford. They, if you're setting goals that don't look crazy, you're not setting goals big enough. Because where's the fun in, in the reality of today? The fun and excitement of life is pursuing things that just seem impossible. Every single person that has achieved great things when they first say to the world the world laughs at them and then they do it and the world goes I knew you could do it <laughs> isn't it true <laughs> I mean think of Steve Jobs when he when he st- when he first sets out to to create an iPhone I'm going to create this thing that you can touch it and make things happen that's no buttons no buttons just a screen you're insane here's an iPhone <laughs> boom the whole world wants an iPhone think think of uh, Elon oh, my god yeah We're going to do things. We're going to have people driving in cars that don't even need gas in them. You're nuts. You're crazy. How are you going to do that? Well, now we're driving electric cars. (laughs) I mean, it's dream big. There's a reason the dreams are there. My gosh. I don't know where. I I don't know if I made up the saying or just if I heard it somewhere, but a lot of people live and die and never know why. That is really messed up. Shouldn't Life is not meant to be like that. And when I hear people say that I'm just drained by life, I'm so tired, I, I hate what I do. Well... Are you pursuing what you're supposed to do in life? Because anybody pursuing their dreams would not have a lack of energy. You just don't. But if you're living a life that you're not supposed to live, you're going to be drained. That would drain the energy out of anyone. It just would. It'd make you feel like, oh my God, I'm so exhausted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you
1: know? I, trust me, I hear you. Like, right? <laughs> I, oh, I know. It's, it's a fear Oh, it's such a crappy topic too. Right, like, <laughs> that's a good one, Ralph. It's, it's a like, crappy
0: topic. Oh. Well, that's it, really good. It, it is a crappy topic.
1: Well, because like. And, and I mean crappy, not because we're talking about it. <laughs> no, but it.
0: It's, it, it is. It's something that everyone has to deal with. Yeah. But most of the time, basically put it like this, anything, any fear that you have that you don't face, it doesn't go away. And that's why it's a crappy topic because a lot of times people just ignore it, thinking it's going to go away, <laughs> but it never goes away.
1: <laughs> you know, I think it was you that said it to me. And it, it was like, I had like a whoa moment. I think it was you where you said, what are you thinking about when you're not thinking? Yeah.
0: And we talked, we, talk about we that. talked about, we talked
1: about it. And I think that's why fear, because like, if you actually sit back and you think about that question, like, yeah. what are you thinking about when you're not thinking? Uh-huh. It's, it's yeah. scary. It is. Cause, cause it's yeah, like, that's really scary. It's like when you're alone with your thoughts at yep. the end of the day and you're not really focused on it, you're not doing anything, right? You're not thinking you're not about anything, anything. right. And what your brain is processing yep. and what you're thinking, that's what you're, I don't want to say, is that what your focus is on? You well, see what I mean? It's, it's called it's subconscious, yeah, right? It's the
0: stream of consciousness. You know, we we speak at like two hundred words a minute. I probably speak at like four hundred words a minute, right? <laughs> but you know, but most, but that's the speed of conversation. The speed of consciousness is fifteen hundred words a minute. That's how fast you think. And is your are your are your are your right? Is your is your brain thinking negative things? So what are you thinking when you're not thinking? Are those thoughts negative and doubtful and worry? Because if, you, if I flood your brain at 1,500 words a minute of doubtful, negative things, guess what you're going to feel? <laughs> Doubt and negativity. Doubt and, negativity. Right? <laughs> and most people, they don't realize what they're thinking when they're not thinking. And they're wondering, why am I always fearful and scared and negative and down and depressed and so on? Well, you're not aware of what you're thinking. You're not, not aware of what you're thinking when you're not thinking. This, this stuff comes out of, I, th- I think, Sean Acor. Sean Acor wrote a book called The Happiness Advantage. He's a professor at Harvard who teaches on happiness. And it's, it's amazing stuff. Of the, it's the stream of consciousness, fifteen hundred words a minute. I think uh, the word, the the book Blink, Malcolm Gladwell made this popular Mm -hmm. in his book. I remember him touching on it as well. A lot of the people that write these books that just go global, a lot of times they're very they're very common themes throughout them. If you just start listening to books, biggest advice that I ever give you guys, best thing you could ever do with your life, your life is designed. Your mind is designed to automate everything you do. Think about it. You've all driven to work. You don't remember driving there. When you go to work, you can do your work without thinking about your work. Your mind automates absolutely everything. So two things. Don't automate your significant other. Stay present in the moment with them, remember? And the second was, because your mind automates everything, download books to your phone, and then every minute that you don't have to be thinking, start listening to a book. I listen to three books every week of my life. If you do that, you can change everything in your life. And you have so much knowledge to pull from. And then when you're you're talking to people, you have a library in your head. And I can grab this and this and this when you talk about it. And I can actually add value to you because I've added value to me. You can only get what you got, right? So know that when you drive the work, if you're listening to the radio and you're doing things like that, you're basically doing what everyone else is doing in the world and you're not really getting much better. But if you download books and start listening to books while you're driving and stuff like that and you're adding value into your brain, holy cow, everything can change. And mm. on the side, I don't know why I went off on a tangent there, but no, wow.
1: the, the tangents right. are good because yeah. it makes sense. And it's, it's true. That's,
0: that's changed everything in my life, Ralph. The the listening book. to the books. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I mean, right now, right now I'm doing a book. Um, it's uh,
1: this guy. Sanford Meisner mm-hmm. on acting. Oh, good for you. Yeah. Fun, yeah, right? Right? yeah. I remember we were Sanford talking Meiser about that. On acting. That's sick. Yep. Wow. I've downloaded so many books on acting lately. Wow. Yeah, That's fun. You should, after that, you should read a book. Don't kick the cat. I will. <laughs> it's, it's like a, it's, a, I think it's called don't kick the cat. I, actually, let me make sure it is, but, um, is I an haven't acting? read it and it's about like film. Yeah. Yeah. It's, All right. I believe it's called don't kick the cat. We'll talk about it after. Yeah. We don't have to keep, I'll um, grab it though. um, but it's like the basis of it, but, mm-hmm. <clears throat> but yeah, that's cool. And the thing is, dude, like once you just understand the basics of acting, you'll see. It'll be fun. Very yeah. easy. It's, mm-hmm. I don't want to say it's easy, right? Cause it mm-hmm. is hard. I, people definitely make it harder than it has to be mm-hmm. Um. But no, I'm going
0: to go off on a tangent here, but I wrote down one sentence that came from this book that really, really brought it home. Um, if, if There's a book that I've been listening to on acting. Remember, like if you want to learn anything in life, it's all out there for the taking. Right. Every single book that's been written has been written by someone that basically learned something throughout their lifetime. That took all that knowledge, put it in the book. You can come along, give them 20 bucks, pick it up and download it to your head. It's almost not fair. Right. So in this book, Eisner goes, the foundation of acting is the reality of doing. That's a that's, There's a lot to get your head wow. around. That. The yeah. foundation of acting is the reality of doing. I love that. And the whole book is about that. It's great stuff.
1: Yeah, I, I could see it. Yeah, it really of good makes stuff. sense. I have notes on here from like when we were going through film school and like breaking down films of like what makes acting so intense and things like that. But that's another whole thing too, because when you're an actor, you're you're making yourself vulnerable. Absolutely. Like you're fully vulnerable in are, front of people. Be,
0: you will only be an actor if you're vulnerable. Yeah. yeah and I mean, that's that, what
1: people need to understand. Like, and, and that's a fearful thing. A great topic this is, fear.
0: Right. This is why acting in life runs parallel. Because in order for you to connect with the audience, the audience needs to see themselves in you on the stage. So you're going to have to be a mirror. You're going to have to be. You have be to be relatable. vulnerable. Yeah. Here I am. I stand. I stand alone. In the end, everyone's Everyone's alone, right? Everyone stands alone. You know, it goes back to to a quote from a, um, uh, you know, from a, what's her name, it's Helen Keller. Security is mostly superstition. It does not exist in nature. So I kind of break that down real quick. Sure. Because she goes, when I read, it, I thought, oh my god, it's true. It does not exist in nature, and it doesn't. So it could, because think about it, the gazelle could be eaten by a lion at any moment. So, so security in nature does not exist. At any moment in time, anything can happen. You could be, you could be living a wonderful life, have everything planned out, walking down the road and a brick falls off and breaks your head. You know what I mean? It does not exist in nature, nor does it exist in the hearts of children. It's true. Children are born fearless. Avoiding danger is no safer in the long run than outright exposure. <laughs> so true. Life is either a daring adventure or it's nothing. This is why I say some people live and die and they never know why. Because of the false sense of fear that took over their world.
1: Wow. Something. Fear is learned. Boom. Oh, Boom, yeah. Right? Fear is definitely learned. Yeah. And it's learned at such a young age. It is. But it's also because of being told no so many times.
0: It's so true. Right. You know, we go back to uh, uh, Peterson. You know, he says, when you say no to your child, you're trying to protect them from something that you think is dangerous. You know, it's true. Like, no, don't fall off it. down. And then we teach them that don't do things that are dangerous with your life. And then we grow up as adults and we don't do things that are dangerous for life. Like, like, like actually pursuing our dreams because it seems dangerous.
1: Yeah. Right. It's a hard thing to wrap your head it around. Is.
0: Young kids are said no something like 18,000 times by the time they're 18. You tell someone no long enough, they're going to leave you and they're start living a life like that. The whole key is to know that, man, fear, it's kind of man made. It can't be avoided. So pursue your dreams. Do it today before it's too late.
1: Do it today before it's too
0: late. That's a good way to stop it. I'm with you, Ralph. Do it today, baby.